destroy it. Alright. We're back with another true crime video. And this one I had to specifically pick my boy voice for because it, it takes place in Arizona and Hawaii. He just told me this and I'm excited now. I'm mm -hmm. real excited. So the story we're talking about is the case of Lori Vallow. And when I say that this feels like the plot for a movie, I am not lying. This woman um, killed her husband uh, and her kids, if I'm not mistaken, because she thought she was some um, some great spirit, like reincarnated, some religious crap. And got caught in all places Hawaii. Oh, okay, so I, I read a little bit, just a little bit forward here, and it says, in quotes, she's not here, Charles said in the video, she lost her reality. Mm -hmm. This is going to be life. I have no, I don't know what to expect. Are the ghosts in this one too? I wish. But I'm, I'm going to put this after now, a video I saw to kind of research this. Um, her ex-husband, Charles, called the cops a, f a few days before he got killed. And the officer who, who went out there was so condescending, did not take him seriously. And it's like, if you had just listened, mm -hmm. <laughs> if you had just listened. So some background background on um I just realized how much of a mess my notes are. Wow. Well, real quick, before you pass on, pass this. Do you ever think, like, for a specific situation, like, say something's, something's going to happen to you, like, uh something where someone would call the cops is there a situation you can think of that that would happen that you would be like there's no point in calling there's no point at all like what are they going to do they're not going to believe me uh, since voice knows about my countless um ghosts uh encounters, oh yeah for sure that's one for sure if if everything in my room was just just hovering and being thrown everywhere <laughs> and my dog was speaking in tongues I, what would the cops do what would That's they true. do i was just thinking i was like i don't know if if like someone broke into my house it's like yeah you call a house but like you don't call a house like for me someone's breaking into my house I have what I need necessary for me to try and, you know, take take my house back. If not, then I I lose, you know. But unless I'm, like, locked in a closet away from all my things, I'm not calling cops. You know what I mean? Like, 
what he's going to do. It's going to take 15 minutes to get here in 15 minutes. I, I'm either need, I need to need to have taken this house back over or I need to be 30 blocks down running. You know what I mean? Like running to the police station. You're like, I can't, I can't wait on calling the police and saying, okay, they'll be there in 15 minutes. I just played a game that said the police, like the police were gonna, you have 12 minutes to live, but the police are going to, you call the police right away, right? At the start of the game. And it says, you, police will get there in 15 minutes. So you haven't, you like, you, police are useless in that game because you know what i mean They're, they get there too late so in like real life sometimes you got to pick your pick your decisions wisely mm-hmm. so one thing that i found uh interesting about this case is lori has had multiple Husbands, like more than three, oh. and at least two or three of them died. Oh. One died from a heart thing, which I'm not saying it could have been the poison or something, but it could have been poison or, or something. Look, it, I, I got to just point out the con- coincidence of all those leading up to this. And then this story, I'm just imagining is also going to be something about she lost her reality. She probably tried to kill somebody. What if that, what if that happened all those times with all the ex-husbands? I would not be... Um, I would not be surprised. Okay, so we'll, uh, we're going to start off with some background on some people dig into the main story. Uh, her first husband was Chad Guy Daybell, which, God, that's the whitest name I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. He married... Oh, no. Okay. He's still a, a, a part of it, but just married to somebody else. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> they married in May 4th of 1970 in Utah. Uh, and they had five kids. Damn. They, yeah. Just with one? Yep. Oh. That would be a, a lot of um, child support. Well, I, I'm just saying, like, if this is the first one, I'm wondering how many kids she has with, like, the next two. And the, um, his wife, Tamara... Douglas uh, she reported on Facebook and to the police that she was shot at in her driveway by a masked man with what she believed was a defective paintball marker oh wow of all things to shoot at somebody with 
I know people that do that. I know people that, well, I mean, not now, but when I was a kid, they would do that. Oh, I remember, I remember actually one time thinking about it. They were talking about it, like driving around, shoot people up with, with paintball guns or whatever. And I'm like, if I ever hear you guys coming around my house, I'm gonna go to the roof and like, my paintball gun's no joke. Yeah, I will hit you as you turn onto this street and I freeze my paintballs. I you will get hurt. You know what I mean? I'm like I'm planning ahead just because I know these dudes are gonna do it, but luckily nothing. If if you guys have have ever seen the movie um uh Eight Mile? Mm-hmm. There's a scene in there where they shoot at people with paintball guns. Hilarious. I'm sure the thing is I'm sure it's different nowadays, like going wherever but still man like you're asking for trouble yeah and the fremont county sheriff's office did not find who did it <sighs> 10 days later she was found dead uh it was suspected that it was just natural causes but still it's like the the timing of it how convenient. It's always how convenient. Mm-hmm. And here's here's the icing on the cake. No po post-mortem or autopsy was performed at the time. Of course. Of course. Which is why I'm saying if they don't do any of that... Mm-hmm. What's it going to do? It there could be like bleach, poison, mm -hmm. some something else. It should be an offense that, or it should be illegal to not do that when someone yeah. dies like that. You know what I mean? Like I get it in like some cases, people are like, no, 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 don't touch my body, whatever. But like, in, I mean, if there's a coincidence with something with the murder, you should look into it. You should absolutely look into it, just in case, gang gang. And her, her husband Chad, um, declined the the uh, autopsy, which of course he did. What a Chad move! Totally. What a Chad move! But to any money, he rode a a um, jet ski. <laughs> definitely definitely rode a jet ski and he definitely was the one that called insurance and said where's my money and the county coroner did not overrule his decision two two months later two months after her death they examined her body the results were completed in February of 2021. But they were not made public. It's like all of this is just so freaking convenient. Literally, I was just going to say, it's like, if there's ever a situation that you're wondering about, if you can say the statement, how convenient, and it fits, 
keep digging on that one. You know what I mean? You, you're on something. How to get away with murder 101. Desert style. That's horrible. Hey, once the um, results were released to the um, Fremont County Sheriff's Office, shortly after the the uh, county prosecutor's office announced they would be handling handling the case going forward, in a interview, one of Tammy and Chad's children, Emma, said in an interview that her family has not been contacted regard regarding the results from the autopsy. I bet you they contacted the guy, though. Yep. Because, because the guy doesn't have to tell the family that they told me because, I mean, like, if that's the husband, that's that's all... Uh, as far as like police, whatever, that's who they're ob ob obliged to to let know or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's so messed up, though. He's like he basically has all the info, and because he's, it doesn't benefit him to let it out, he's just gonna like take it in. Oh yeah. And now we're moving on to guy two. <laughs> <laughs> Husband, ex-husband number two. I, I told um, uh, Stanley, one of our friends. I sent him a picture of oh shit. I sent him a picture <laughs> of how many guys there were, and I said, "Bro, how do you fuck up this many times?" Not saying at, well, not saying. I'm gonna at, say, was it a fuck up or just doing this all on purpose? Never yeah, mind. not saying that every time you get a divorce, it's a fuck up. But in this case, <laughs> it's not exactly her that's fucking up. I mean, there's already it's five kids on the loose here. We're at... on February. Um, okay, in. 2001, Lori married Aunt Joseph Anthony Ryan Jr. Jesus Christ, that, that is a long all name. All white names, like all white names. Like, yeah. you just gave us six white men first names. John, Anthony, Ryan, Chad. Ryan legally adopted Colby, the couple's biological daughter, Tylee. was born in the next year. Ryan filed for divorce on August 13th of 2004, which was final- A couple of years. Yeah, which was f finalized on May 18th of 2005. Damn. It takes that long, but August of one year to May of the next year to get divorced. Mm-hmm. Like, I get there's a whole legal process and stuff, but 
that should be like immediate. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. Like, like say for instance, what if two people are like they're both like agreeing, like okay, well, I'm ready to go this way. He's ready to go that way. Still, you gotta wait like that that long for like the courts to process it. Ridiculous. That would be hard for um dating. Like, hear me out. Hear me out. I'm still married, but it's in the process. There, there's always that in the process that that just makes or breaks it. Somebody sent me that one time. I'm in the block. Bing. Sorry. Your story could have been good, but that story you just started with threw me off. I'm good. In 2007, in Travis County, Texas, all 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 these places where it's like it makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it makes sense. The thing is, I know where Travis County is too. Love you, Texas, but <sighs> we're not go there drunk. Yeehaw. I'm like Ryan Wow. Ryan was attacked by Lori's brother. Love this name. Alexander Lamar Cox. Best name. Out of all of these, that's what I was gonna say. Way to way to throw way to throw the one name in there. Is that whoa? Okay. Based on allegations, Ryan had been abusive to his wife, Lori, and the children. Cox tasered Ryan and threatened to murder him. Uh, just gonna play um, devil's advocate here. Hypothetically, if someone was abusing my sister, I'm not saying I would do the same, but I'm saying I might do the same. I would. You're nice. You you wouldn't say I would. I would do worse. I'm. I'm. Ugh. The thing is, I agree with you, and I can. I I would say it like that if it was for anyone that wasn't close to me. Like if I walk into a room and I catch you torturing my mom, my daughter, my my dad, my sister, my brother-in-law, any one of my friends, you getting that and a whole lot more, man. I'm gonna take you to the edge and then I'm gonna bring you back just so I can take you back to the edge. You know what I mean? Like you hit my heart, I'm gonna I'm play with yours like a fishing pole, let's go. I can't, with, too much. With a fishing pole. With a fishing pole. Mind you, y'all don't understand, fishing pole in Hawaii, fishing pole is a spear, so you you get it. Uh, Cox later pled guilty and was sentenced to 90 days in jail, which he, he served in Austin, Texas. I can't even imagine the type of people that, like, think about it in, in a jail in Austin, Texas, or like a prison, like, you know, big one, whatever. The amount of not only like the amount of people that's in there, the diversity of the uh, crimes that have been done, 
throughout there. It's like, oh my God, man, you're a murderer, you're a rapist, you're a child pornographer or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Just like, and like in quantities all around you. You, you like, you think about that walking out, it's like, like, yeah, there's people scattered out and you just never know. But with this, it's like, yeah, they're, they're in mass quantities all around you. You just don't know who did what unless they, they tell you. Yeah, and plus in um, uh, jail, if they find out that you were, um, oh wait, no, that's the other dude. I if you're if you're anything with a kid, they'll oh fuck you. Oh yeah, literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now we're on to the main. The main show. Mr. Arizona. In February 24th of 2006, Lori Ryan married... Jesus Christ, what is that name? (laughs) Which one? Where is it? Married Leland Anthony... <laughs> oh, his parents. Did Every not. time I hear the name Leland, I think of uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter's son. For some reason, I think of Lilo because oh, Lilo. That's true. Oh, I told someone this the other day. Did you know the person who plays Lilo is the same the same person that plays the little girl in the ring? Boom. I now have to go and rewatch that. Nuts. Nuts. Mind blown. How? I gotta watch both of them again. Just, uh, don't... For anyone out there, don't watch the latest remake. Absolute trash. Absolute trash. I don't think remakes work anymore. Because it's like the way that people vision it. You're so far out of what you can, out of the original maker's eyes. It's, you know, it's it's a, it's almost a complete story change, just changing, like, or just modernizing it from, or remaking it, you know? They remade uh, The Grudge. I didn't even want to see it. If you bring a... a Asian film that's literally based in Japan and bring it to, to America, you better have an all Asian cast. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Leland. What about Leland? Oh, these these notes are all the way fucked up. Um, okay, f- for some reason, I um, got all these notes mixed around, so we're going to um, skip past Leland because for some reason, 
I don't have anything on him. No worries. So we know now, his name. Yeah. So now we're on to Charles. Now, Mr. Balau. Charles here. Um, he was born in. Oh wait, no. This is the same guy. Cool. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm totally not exhausted. Well. Because it's <laughs> totally not. That's all right. Time difference. So, in he was born in August seventeenth of nineteen fifty eight in good old Louisiana. Oh yeah, best fried chicken ever. I'm sure. I hope to try it one day. And died in July. 11th, 2019 in Chandler, Arizona. Known as Charles Fallow in Vegas. There's always a Vegas part in stories like these. Well, specifically for people from Arizona, for Arizona people, a lot, I know a lot of people that have came from Vegas to Arizona. He was a lifelong Catholic, converted, and became a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Couldn't they pick like a, a shorter name? That's just the name for Mormons. I, I I just hear that name and my mind j- just goes I had on, to, on vacation. I had to learn that actually. I felt stupid when one day um, I was managing this place and this girl called me. Well, I called this girl because she didn't come into work on a Sunday and she's like, I, I, I can't work today. I'm, I'm LDS. I'm like, what the fuck is LDS? I need someone working right now. What you talking about? And she's like, I'm, I'm Mormon. I'm like, all right. And then I, I Googled LDS and I was like, um, Church of Latter-day Saints. I was like, oh, my bad. I went. I went to private uh, Catholic school. I get it. My bad. You know what I mean. My bad. I didn't even know. There's so much I could say on all of that, but because I don't want to get my <laughs> my podcast canceled, because we all know how religion is, dude. Um. So. The Latter-day Saints was his wife's faith. That's a big player mm-hmm. <laughs> in this story. Valo, a.k.a. Charles, had two sons from a pre- previous marriage. Nicholas and Zachary Chase. Again, more... More kids. More kids and more white names. In 2013, the couple adopted Valo's grandnephew, Joshua Jackson. JJ. Valo. Before moving to 
Jesus Christ. Cowway? I feel like I just cast a spell. In 2014. And then, yeah, in 2015, or around there, Lori Fallow read Chad Dabo's Standing in Holy Places series of books and became obsessed with them. Uh, according to a friend in 2016, the Vallow family moved back to Arizona in the fall of 2018. Lori... That was recent. Yeah, very recent. <laughs> Lori Vallow and her friend Melanie Gibb attending, attended a Preparing a People event... That's a very odd name. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to say this. All of this um, story... Cult in the making. <laughs> God. That's what a lot of stories are now. Like, how do people, like, like, find so many people that, like, you can, like, swoon into your plan? Just... Uh, this, this can sound messed up, but I'm sure this is how they do it just go to like an AA meeting or somewhere where people are either de detoxing getting... monogamous anonymous or anonymous yeah. just go to where people are either de detoxing grieving or getting a divorce And at this event, Lori was introduced to Chan Daybell for the first time. First time, according to Gibb, by the end of the weekend, Daybell told Lori "Yeah, that." the two had been married in seven previous lifetimes. Like I said, cult. Sure. Cult like sure. in the making. What are we, arbitrary number two, seven lifetimes? Yeah. It's like, it, it could be 50. Doesn't I, 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 I would have just covered it and said like all all your past lives have been mine. We we belong together. But also, I don't think I need to say this, but I will anyways. Daybell is absolutely batshit crazy. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. Something's not ticking correctly up there in her, in her noggin. Charles left town for a business trip, and Lori held an intimate uh, overnight gathering at her her home. 
So not only did she kill him, more than likely cheated on him as well. In attendance were both Melanie Gibb and Chad Daybell, who was speaking at a, a at another conference in Mesa, Arizona. According to the Dateline NBC podcast, oh boy, Mommy Doomsday feel uncomfortable. What a nickname! Yeah, I feel uncomfortable what saying that. What a nickname! Gib recalled Davo lavishing attention on Valo and expounding upon his unusual religious beliefs and the deeper mysteries of God. <laughs> like I said, dude's batshit crazy. That's a plan. He's just trying to get him to ask questions, think about it, and he's going to give him the answers. Follow me. This is the way. With a small group of overnight guests, hope they did not drink the Kool Aid. Uh, according to Gibb, Davo stated that he had lived 31 different lives on various Earth-like planets. Yeah. Sure, man. Sure. And and I've been Batman, Superman, and Spider-Man in my past lives. Oh my god. I've been made-up characters. If he can say that he's been an alien in his past lives, I I can be that. <laughs> he referred to others as light or dark, and various gradations in between. Like I know he's probably dead, but dude could have been a science fiction. Uh, author. Just but all these. Seriously, that's true. Some people like, like trying to come up with such a big elaborate lie or like story to come up with, like to tell people. If you just put that into like an actual story, imagine how good that fucking story would be. He, he could have possibly made like the next, like Star Trek or Star yeah. Wars. Yeah. But instead, no, you wanted to make a cult. <sighs> Debo believed the dark individuals were from this earth, but were followers of Satan. Wait. I mean, first of all, maybe... I'm honestly like, look, we're talking about America, good majority of them, good majority of them. (laughs) 
those who were of light were followers of Jesus Christ. Chad referred to Lori as an eternal being of 21 separate lives, only five of which had occurred on this planet. I'm just going to say this right now. If you actually believe, like if someone told you this and you believed it, you need help. How do you get this far into believing that? You know what I mean? Like you have to like look past all the other bullshit that led to this to that statement. It's like what? I would I would take what he's saying and do what I said, turn it into a novel. I would be a troll. I'd be like, how was the Wi-Fi there? <laughs> you know, do this do does their McDonald's got anything cool or what? Does does your does your Starbucks have boba? Real what do mooncakes really taste like on the moon? <laughs> uh the same five he had lived on this planet. Lori was now both thrilled and attached to his belief system and began a much deeper and almost singular focus on this newfound purpose and on Chad. Screw a cult leader. This dude is a freaking Sith Lord, because he just mind, he just mind tricked the hell out of her. That's what I'm saying. How did how did they get that far into that conversation? She had to have, like asked a question, and the thing is, that's where they're good at it. Whenever they ask questions, the guy won't answer. They'll just re reword it and be like, "No, no, that's wrong. Let's answer this question instead." And. Here's the best part. We're still on on how they met. For real. I please I any film people who are watching this, please turn this into a movie. Mm-hmm. This is even if it's just a short film on YouTube, this is too good. On December 5th of 2018, Lori and Chad appeared together on the Preparing a People podcast episode called Time to Warrior Up. Now, while I hate the name of the podcast, the episode, yep. the, the episode is pretty cool. Uh, Chad later stayed in the Fallows' home in Arizona, according to Charles, in February 2019. Lori informed her husband, and here's the line that still gets me. 
she told him she no longer cared about him or their son. Okay. And, yeah. What, just poke my heart with a knife? And she claimed she what, was the... What about all the other kids? Right? No, but like, shit. I mean, it's like, you, you just called out one of the kids. Like, out of the seven kids, this one little boy is like, What do you mean? Well, the, the other ones... Actually, those are Chad. So, I know. Oh, yeah. So, Chad was... He had his own thing going on. And she claimed she was the reincarnated wife of Joseph Smith, whoever the fuck that is. Joseph, okay. So, here's Joseph Smith. Joseph Smith is, okay, I'm going to get this wrong, but Joseph Smith, from what I remember, is either the ruler or the leader, or he's the kid who went up into the mountains and found these gold tablets. Oh yeah, had like the answer to life on it, which is now the Book of Mormon. Oh yeah, because yeah. oh, wasn't it for Joseph Smith? That's why I don't remember because I, I'm not. I don't even the thing Mormon. is, think about it. I don't. I personally don't believe the story just because of the name they brought. Joseph Smith, get out of Dodge. Maybe if his name fit. Wherever he's actually from, mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to catch flack for this, but fuck it. It's it's like if if people say that Jesus Christ is white, that dude is brown, like like my daddy. I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> uh, after she said that, she disappeared for 58 days. The same month, Charles filed for divorce, stating that his wife had threatened to murder him, taken $35,000 from their joint bank accounts. Money. Stole his his truck, which all mm. of all all of that I'm fine with, but the truck. You don't steal a man's truck. You can take it. You can threaten to kill him. Take his money. Take his balls. Yep. But his truck. I'm about to say, his balls was attached to the truck. She drove away with him. Uh, along with his soul. <laughs> he filed for a restraining order against Lori at the advice of his attorney, citing a genuine fear for his life and once again I'm going to point this out in a video I saw 
the Kapu um, went to their home because Charles was rightfully so yep. fearing for his life. Just completely dismissed him. After his death, Fellow's attorneys stated he was primarily concerned for JJ's safety and well-being as he needed a constant routine due to his special needs. Fellow was also concerned for Tylee, but was unable to include her in the filings as she was not his biological daughter. Yep. And he had no legal standing. Fallow withdrew the petition one month later, stating he wanted to try to make the marriage work. You dumb bastard. Yeah. You dumb bastard. Yeah. Love makes you do crazy things. On July 11th of 2019, Lori Vallow's estranged husband, Charles, was shot and killed in Chandler, Arizona by Lori's brother, Alex Cox. He, he claimed self-defense alleging that he went to confront Fallow about abusing his sister when Charles struck him in the head with a bat so he went to get his gun. Second Amendment State. That's what they do. I'm not saying that his story is bullshit, but I'm saying his story is bullshit. Mm Mm-hmm. like saying he slapped me in the face so I I fucked him with a cactus literally or a bat I grabbed a you slapping so I grabbed my baseball bat during during that both of the kids were present during the shooting, which, yay, trauma. Yeah, for real, for real. Lori did not inform the fellow's extended family or children during his previous marriage of the murder. Thankfully. Yeah. A wedding ring was purchased on Amazon from the deceased Charles Fellows account for 36 bucks. Wow. Like, I can't tell if that's. Like, I, mean, I, don't even, I don't know how much it was, so I'm like, um, was this like, did someone sell it in spite of him, or like, what? Cause I feel like it's probably worth more than 36 bucks just emotionally you know what I mean oh yeah and another uh, 
factor contributing to the mystery in this well-documented obsession of Lori Vallow and Chad Debo with certain end-of-times belief, which Chad Debo has written a number of books, and together they have discussed in podcasts, reportedly Vallow's niece Melanie shares these beliefs. The whole family's messed up. I was about to say it's the family. It's the family. As of September 23rd of 2019, a doorbell video of JJ Vallow playing with a friend and this is the last video of him taken. This is it. So, so far, we have a messed up family. A dude who thinks he's God incarnate. And a whole long list of what the fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, Rexburg's Kennedy Elementary School is the last confirmed place he, he was seen on the next day. Lori Fellow contacted JJ's school to tell him she was withdrawing him claiming she would be homeschooling him. It's always with the um, homeschooling. For sure, well, because think how how else do you, it's like a a topic where it's like, you don't really need to say, or you don't need like approval for anything. And I mean, they're just like, okay, well, I guess good luck. Because I I know people who have been homeschooled and I'm like, shit, if you, if someone wanted to do that, they could just, do exactly that call the school like the school probably has like some measures into like double check and shit like that but like that that's one way that they can just literally take the kid away from everyone that they see every day you know what I mean because other than sometimes other than going to school no one knows about that kid you know the I main that kid's life outside because he's just stuck at home oh yeah And I'm going to put this out there from uh, experience with some kids. Homeschooling is a lot better. Oh, yeah. It is a lot like better. I, well, at least for the people who I've known that were homeschooled, they were like, nah, there was a reason why I didn't go to high school. Like, I got to high school and I was like, okay, I did it. I, I, or they, or they like, did a semester or something like that in high school. Then, like, I'm good. I'll go back. I, I like if I want to hang out with them, they have my number. You know what I mean, like stuff like that. I'm like, okay, cool, shoot, that works. Mm-hmm. And Tylee Ryan was last seen on September eighth of twenty nineteen. At Tylee's the baby, right? Uh, I think she's a bit older, but yeah, like okay. She was last seen at. Yellowstone National Park with her brother, JJ. Lori and her uncle, Alex. Lori's brother. Chad had become in c- commuted 
Cotto, last speaking with f filmmaker Devin K. Hansen via text messaging in October two Venmo payments were made from Tylee's account to her older half-brother, Colby Ryan. One payment was sent on October 10th with a message that read, that read, we love you. And the second payment was sent on October 16th with a heart emoji. Kobe said that he had not heard from Tylee since the October text. That kind of sounds like a cry for help. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> like, we love you. Please help me. Seriously. Hello? I can't help but think that this is an elaborate plot for a Law & Order S view episode. Oh my god, for sure. For sure. Totally. After text messaging Tylee indicating he was worried, he received responses from Tylee's cell phone that it, it, it indicated she was safe but too busy to talk. Again, how convenient. Mm -hmm. After repeated calls to Tylee went unanswered, unanswered, Kobe became more worried. I will be too shit. And then someone says, I'm good, I just can't talk. That doesn't make me feel any better. Yeah. And, and now the part that Royce was waiting for, Fallow and Abel were married in in Hawaii on November 5th of 2019. Two weeks after the death of Tammy Daybell, Chad's past wife, they, infer they informed others that Tylee had died in 2017 and or that Lori had no minor children. Damn, so they got married in pandemic yep 2019 or like right before at the request of jj's grandmother kate kate woodcock <laughs> uh, that last name was perfect. The police visited Lori Dable's Rexburg, Idaho townhouse on November 26 to conduct a welfare check on JJ, but Valo told police that JJ was in Arizona with family. That night, a neighbor saw Lori Fallow and her brother packing a truck outside her home. Gee, I wonder what they were packing in the truck. 
for real. How big was the bag? And were they struggling while carrying it? Mm-hmm. When the police and FBI arrived the next day to search the home, it, it, it was abandoned. Chad Debo's home was also searched by investigators from twenty nineteen from December twenty nineteen to January twenty twenty. The Rexburg Police, the Fremont County Sheriff's Office, and the FBI intensified the investigation into the disappearances of the two children, as well as the investigation into Tamara Daybell's death. The flight of Chad and Lloyd Daybell from Idaho, evidence was collected and Tamara Daybell's body was exhumed for autopsy. Kobe Ryan and J.J. Vallow's grandparents pleaded with the Daybells to return the children, with the latter offering a reward of 20000 Oh. Oh, I could use that money right now. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like at that point right there, the grandparents, the grandparents was the one that, that set up the bounty? Yeah. Or set up the reward? I bet you they're probably already in talks with the cops, and the cops were like, "It's got to be a big number. You're gonna have to put it down. Then we've got to got to catch up on her or something like that." Investigators contended that Joshua and Tylee's lives are in danger. We're in danger. I'm about to say, not anymore. Y'all are like hella late. Yeah, like, years late. Again, here's the part that gets me is, if that cop had just listened. Yep, yep. That's, and and it's, seriously, it's like, if that, one, if that one piece of the story had changed, imagine. If, I, I'm just thinking, like, if that cop hears all of this story, I wonder if you go damn i was a dick i'm sure dude i'm sure he's probably like fuck it's my it's my fault it's my fault but maybe not the one that got away i would hope he felt bad but yeah there's a lot there's a lot of times where especially with the cop where it's like if i did this or if i did that and if you dwell on that you won't be able to do your job the next day loki karma yeah, that's true. That's true. Investigators contended that, yeah. So the children are not with Chad and Lori. Jesus. <laughs> Lori knows where they are or what has happened to them, but was completely, but has completely refused to assist the the investigation, choosing instead to leave the state with her, her new husband. Because the bitch knows she's guilty. Yeah, for real. She's like, oh no, they're going to catch me. I got to go. The fact that she has this much time to like make these like choices and decisions is ridiculous. I feel like they should have put her as a flight risk. 
Oh, for sure. She probably drove though, because if you think about it, all the places she went, it was Idaho, Utah, Arizona, Tech, or, or Texas, Las Vegas. Like it's all like up and down, right? The Southwest. Yeah. Is especially for when they went to um, Hawaii. Mm-hmm. That was like peak investigation time. For real, they're gone. Go go go. Through the, their lawyer, the Dable stated that Chad Dable was a loving husband and he has the support of his children in this matter. You can have the, the support of. All, I was about of, to say ballsy, say. Yeah, you can have the support of. of freaking. Uh, Barack Obama. Does mean it. You're right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Laurie Daybell is a devoted mother. <laughs> okay. Devoted to something. Joseph Smith. And she resents assertions to the contrary. Well, hate to break it to you, but... uh. We look forward to addressing the the allegations once they have moved beyond speculation and rumor. Well, speculation is part of the investigation. As long as it doesn't have to start at speculation, and then like you figure out more as you theorize, and then you like whatever you theorize, you look into Ooh, a storage locker rented by. Lori in October of 2019. Always a storage locker. Mm-hmm. Which contained items belonging to or related to her children, such as clothing, bikes, and pictures, was abandoned when she was abandoned by her when she suddenly left Rexburg, Idaho, at the end of November 2019. Video footage shows shows her and her brother Alex moving items in and out of the locker mainly items purportedly belonging to Tylee and JJ how convenient mhm the whole tagline tagline of this story is just how convenient On February 20th of 2020, Lori was arrested by the sheriff. I'm I apologize for butchering this. KOI, the police department. Hawaii. Thank you. A, a another reason why I have voice on here. In Princeville, Hawaii, charged with two felony counts of desertion and non-support of department of dependent children by prosecutors in Madison County, Idaho. She was charged with three misdemeanors: resisting or 
obstructing officers, criminal solicitation to commit a crime, and contempt of court. She was being held on five million dollar bail. Yep. She later agreed to to be extradited back to I Idaho to fight the charges. That's gonna take one hell hell of a fight. <laughs> With all all of those, I don't even think they would. They would. I mean, depending on how the court system works for it, I don't think they would even extradite her to Idaho. No, she would need like o- OJ's um, lawyer. Yeah. Um, that's what happens though. They're gonna pin it all on you. Like that. Like that's what I'm saying. Like they, they're not gonna like just hit you with one thing. They're gonna hit everything more back to back to back to you. So you're like, oh, how am I gonna do this now? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The judge lowered her bail from five million to one million. Mm-hmm. On May first of twenty twenty, Lori appeared for a court hearing in Rexburg to request a reduction of her one million bail. The judge denied her request. At least two local bond companies were reportedly unwilling to work with her. Yep. Flight risk or some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I said that bond companies also have a system that they work on, and if you've already done this, they're going to know. In March 24th of 2020, report NBC referred we referenced documents that Lori and Chad Debo became Convinced that Tylee and JJ were, oh Jesus Christ, <laughs> possessed and had become zombies. Wow. Why is it illegal to beat the shit out of bad parents? <laughs> I would be like, I would be like, okay, show me your proof. What's your proof of them them being in psychotic? video something of them for me so it can verify how how many priests and zombie hunters did you call for real on june 9th of 2020 police executed a search warrant of chad Debo's home and this is the big one <laughs> where they discovered human remains buried in a purported pet cemetery. I was about to say, I see him walking around when I'm watching the video. I see him walking around, and that's nuts. Debra was booked into jail later that day on on obstruction or concealment of evidence. He was later charged with felony murder on June 10th, 2020, his bail was set at 1 million. Maybe up that a bit. I would say at least 2 million to start. For him, 10. On July 2nd, prosecutors dropped two of the charges against Lori, two felony counts of 
desertion and non-support of dependent children, instead charged her with obstruction and concealment of evidence in regards to her children's remains. Mm-hmm. Still, still won't make it easier to. Uh, I think it'll actually make it harder. Oh yeah. Yeah, because it's like uh, withholding evidence or, or like you knew. On July 17th, 2020, in light of the of the two felony counts against Lori having been dropped, her bond was lowered by Magistrate Judge Michelle Mallard in Madison County. Judge Mallard decided to decrease the bond to 50000 on each charge, torn to, to 150000 That's doable. But noted that Dayrell will still have to pay $1 million in neighboring Fremont County to get out of jail, yep. in addition to the bond reduction, a jury trial for the Madison County charges against Lori was set for January 25th to 29th of 2021. To think that her bond started so high, just dropped and dropped and dropped. Uh, the thing is, I, only, I usually only hear it dropping like once, so it's like I wonder, I wonder what their plan was on that, like how 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 they got away with that. Because it's like I I maybe twice, but I rarely hear of them like more than once. And it's, if it's by once, it's like okay, we wait got here for a hundred grand, blah blah. But it's like you gotta remember a bond, whatever the bond is, like you pay 10% of what that is to get out. So that, that a hundred grand turns into 10,000, 10,000 becomes a lot more easier to come up with than a hundred grand. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. On May 25th of 2021, following Debo for indicted on the charges, charge of conspiracy to commit first degree murder, first degree murder, murder and grand theft by the, by deception of the deaths of Tylee and JJ and Tammy. Lori was charged with grand theft <coughs> related to social security survivor benefits. Oh, that's why they were getting the money. Over 1000 Accolated by the care of minors, Tylee, Ryan, and JJ, that were appropriated after the children were missing and ultimately found dead. How does one come up with all these schemes? It's got to be like, it's got, that's what I'm saying. It's got to be like a, 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 something's not clicking. Either something's not clicking or something's clicking in a different way. 
in your head and that way you, you come up with those ideas and you're like oh maybe that'll work and you're like a normal person would be like what are you talking about and they're like these are your kids what do you mean Abs absolutely crazy I mean, there's so much to this story. It was like where it was like the, um, like how convenient, like how convenient, how consistently convenient. Like you got away with, like I feel like you got away with things just nonstop for a long time. That's how, that's how it had to have like rolled into this kind of situation. Oh yeah. And I was not wrong when I said that this, sounds like the plot of a movie oh totally i mean think about it the beginning of it, it's going to start off in like in like vegas move over to idaho all this and that uh chad Debra was charged with insurance fraud related to a life insurance policy he had on tammy Debra, for which he was the beneficiary and received funds after her death told you say he'd be the first one to call the insurance company and that is the the case of the fellows you know what's weird about this story is that okay so the, the way the layout of I'm just gonna say Phoenix because Phoenix is basically the smack dab center of Arizona. Where this all takes place, this is in. I wouldn't call it, it like for me. I wouldn't say it's in Phoenix. It's to the right of Phoenix. So it's like if Phoenix grew as big as it could, and it wanted to like grow out more down to the right and more down like down south, whatever. Mm -hmm. That's what area that is. So it's like it's and it's huge. So I would say it's about as big as phoenix just not in phoenix you know what i mean it's like basically connected but that's its its whole own little place you know what i mean because like if you went to phoenix you get sheriff's county you get you mean like a lot of a lot of police stuff will, will like fly down here and they've got the resources for it but chandler gilbert mesa that kind of area you're talking about it's more like the i would say like the out out west kind of thing like the wild west no not definitely not the wild west but like not as prepped for this kind of stuff because yeah. i feel like if this story came by like someone from like a, uh, like a phoenix police station's department they would they would get giddy right away oh mine watch me i'm gonna take this i'm, I'm gonna go i'm gonna go you know what i mean they're, they're so antsy about like getting a case i can't see them overlooking something they'd be like what no because like if it, it came to like something where it's easy or it's like Something like they wouldn't believe you. They're like, all right, go ahead. Let's, let's go do it. That way we can just do something. You know what I mean? Like always be active. But the other one, it was like when they were in the other cities, it was like, oh, I'm too busy. I don't want to do that. I was like, that's a very lazy way of looking at it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I feel like if you came from the Phoenix side of things, like there's so much that's always happening. It's like, what do you mean? My job can't be lazy. I'm in Phoenix. You know what I mean? We're still still like the fifth largest growing Phoenix or city in America. You know what I mean? So it's like things are always going to happen. But I, I saw that um, going through this story that all of it was basically like in Phoenix or, or in Arizona. It was all like 
like we call it east side stuff uh, because it's like way far east side from phoenix you know it takes like an hour or two to get there kind of thing so it's like damn that's how it is out there that's nuts get away maybe that's why all the crazies are going out there they can get away with it I'm I'm still thinking like obviously they thought that they could get away with it for sure and there were a lot of points where they re they were getting really close to like getting caught but whoop, over someone's head lucky whoop, get lucky again Good luck ran out. Like, this had every single, like, um, trope for these kinds of stories. Ex-wives slash husbands, um, Welfare being appropriated. A storage locker. Oh yeah, the storage locker. Quintessential storage locker. That's why when you're saying this could be turned into a movie, this could probably be turned into like a a series of novels. You know what I mean? Like their time in Idaho, their time in, in Arizona, their time in Vegas, moving along and all this stuff. And then finally like the big finale, the ending, they get caught. I want to know what they did in um, Hawaii. So this is what I think about the whole Hawaii thing on that. I think because they probably, to do what they did in Hawaii, they had to have been already on their tail big time. Because okay. even if they were there for, like, say, a month, I, and I'm only imagining that paperwork's got to go through to be able to do things, especially out of state from where the infractions happening and all this shit. That's why it makes me feel like it had to be a kind of, kind of high level or at least somewhat high level, uh, like case going on or of some importance, because I feel like they wouldn't have, they'd be, Oh, you left, whatever. We'll email this to Honolulu police department and let them take care of it. Like, you know what I mean? Like otherwise, mm -hmm no reason to make a big deal about it you know but i feel like they're on to something I th like because think about it all the coincidences we were talking about somebody had to catch on to that you know what i mean oh, but yeah. i feel like it was just no one had it all the way till they you know till they were just waiting for it also they're in paradise they're fucking i'm sure they slipped you know what i mean they slipped somehow and that that someone was watching was like gotcha busted Hell, they, they could have been um, monitoring their computers and phones. That's true. That's totally true. Maybe they, they watched a different kind of porn. <laughs> well, we're going to end this here. This was a a roller coaster of a story. I love to, our stories, though. Still doesn't uh, top the um, cannibal one. Mm -mm. 
I recently re-listened to that um, Rolling Stones song. Still the artist song. The artist, the artist. And to make to make a song out of it. I, I agree with you because I remember after I downloaded I was like, what? Imagine if they if someone made a song about uh, all, all that stuff now. <laughs> oh, you get canceled. Oh, big time. Well, thanks for watching. Uh, you can catch voice on his podcast, R&D. R&D. Don't forget to like the video. Subscribe. And we're out.